First of all, the overriding feeling for Everton fans is disappointment. Firstly that it didn't work out, but also because none of them got to see him play. His entire Everton career was played behind closed doors, and even the final home game of last season, when 6,500 fans were in Goodison Park. He wasn't involved, because he was injured a lot of fans would have liked to have seen him play for Everton, because there was a lot of excitement around his arrival. It was almost a feeling of disbelief, that he was joining from Real Madrid. The move came along with the euphoria, that was still there from Carlo Ancelotti coming to the club. Two it seemed like there was going to be a new direction at Everton under Ancelotti, with the likes of James coming in, and other signings such as Allen and Abdallah Dauker. With those signings. It felt like the club was making a step up as we all know now, that didn't come to fruition. Ancelotti left very suddenly, to go to Real Madrid and now James has departed after one season, in which he made 23 Premier League appearances. Scored six goals and recorded four assists those two exits aren't connected. James have already decided that he didn't want to continue playing at Everton before Ancelotti's announcement. He was unhappy and would have liked to have left sooner since new manager Rafa Benitez has come in. And with James effectively frozen out of the side, there was speculation that James didn't fit into his plans Benitez wants people committed to the club. And he knew straight off that this player wanted to go, and if that's the case, he has to move on. Benitez hasn't got time to see if he could talk him around. Don't forget Benitez has come in under huge pressure as well even the top clubs can carry players who don't really want to be there, and that's especially true at Everton, who need 100% commitment. Which we've seen from the likes of Andros Townsend. So where did it go wrong it's been a perfect storm. Everton are in a position to have players such as James at the moment. What you might call luxury players. There's absolutely no doubting the talent of James and players of his level, but they swim in a different pond. And I don't think Everton are there Everton are still having to build a mentality in Denethys. They need people who are going to graft, people who want to be there, people who want to be part of the team the aim is. Of course, to have those sort of players in that sort of squad, with a top-class manager. But there is a lot of building and basic stuff to be put into place first. With regards to the team because of what's going on with the stadium and everything else off the field, people just automatically equate that as the team going to another level. The club might be but that doesn't necessarily follow with a team when things aren't going well as a team. Players like James are the first to be vocal about it because they're used to a different level. And that's what I think was the problem whether that's his fault or the club's fault for getting him or a manager's fault. It's a combination of everything. But it's very much an avalanche effect. Once the foundation starts to crack, everything falls on top. This was a great opportunity for James. He was well looked after and he was well liked at the club too. But it wasn't like he was in top-class form when he came to Everton. And he maybe started to panic because things already weren't great for him. In terms of his past few seasons at Real Madrid and on loan at Bayern Munich, and he saw the ground shifting from under him again with the performance of the team. Which exacerbates the problem add into the, the financial situation. It's no secret that Everton are close to the threshold of profit and sustainability rules, which is effectively the Premier League's financial fair play. In the last transfer window, they were working on a one-out, one-in basis however, James was the highest-paid player in the history of Everton Football Club. They tried to get a deal done with him to go to Porto, and then a club in the UAE, but that didn't happen before the transfer deadline. They've now managed to do a deal with Al Ray and this isn't an avenue Everton will go down again any time soon. Certainly not from a financial point of view the last five years have been a real lesson for owner Farhid Mashiri. They've spent over £500 million, and they're still going out of the Carabao Cup in the third round, struggling in the league, finishing 10th. That's not good enough for the money that's been spent it's not one person's fault. 
it's collective responsibility and the owner needs to look at it and say, was that the right thing to do? Do we need a different strategy because bringing in James did not work for Everton or the player? I don't think there are any number 10s left in the world, James Rodriguez said while on Twitch. Football today is all about tracking back and being very physical with no place for a number 10s. When Zinedine Zidane captured the imagination of the fans with his feathery touches on the ball, that reminisced a painter stroking his brush on the canvas with utmost delicacy and mathematic precision when Ronaldinho danced with the ball like a prom king does with his queen. So elegant that it mesmerized the minds of the one who had the privilege to witness it no club wants a number 10 simply because they are no longer a crux for any team, rather just a luxury player. With the rise of the 4-3-3 and the resurgence of the 4-4-2, the number 10 position has been dissolved at most club as James Rodriguez enters the twilight of his footballing career in the Qatar Stars League now and tomorrow in the MLS. The young kid that had the world at his feet in 2014 has an unfulfilled career. And that is a pretty damn sad sight, something that will make young kids think more than twice about aspiring to be a number 10. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a 5-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.